So before we kick off with the podcast, I wanted to tell you guys about our upcoming free training, Selling Profitable Group Memberships, How to Enroll Your First 10 Members into a $225 a month group membership. It is going to be on Wednesday, November 9th at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you've been listening to our content, you know that we believe the most impactful skill a gym owner can learn is how to consistently and confidently sell a group membership at a profitable rate regardless of what market they live in. So in this training, we're going to show you exactly how to do that. So you're going to leave the training with a complete and straightforward plan on how to feel confident selling and marketing your group membership how to attract members who can and will invest at this level and what to include in your group program in order to charge this rate without adding one-on-one or pt to quote make it more valuable so if you've been wanting to really focus on growing your group revenue your group auto pay you don't want to miss this training because once you learn how to enroll your first 10 at 225 a month, that becomes your new baseline. So register for the training by looking in the podcast description for the link or head to our website to register through there. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Art of Profitable Lifestyle Gym. I'm your host, Chris Ronick, joined also with Andrea Ramos. Welcome and good morning. Good morning. Excited All right. to dive into this. Yeah, we got a great one. And what's cool is, you know, you mentioned this, um, you know, offline, but but we are starting now to uh, host these live video and we'll be sharing them through our YouTube channel. So if you guys are looking for more, uh, you know, hang out time with us and see our faces, as well as some of the tools and resources we're going to share today is a great episode. uh, Just to note that we're actually going to do some on screen uh, sharing with you guys. So you get really just the concept uh, and the walkthrough verbally, but also some visuals. I, I know a lot of people out there, Andrea, are, you know, if they see it, they they understand it better and they can implement. And that's really why we do this is to help, you know, bridge the gap between what you don't know and how do you implement changes that really add up to, uh, you know, the success you're looking for. Yeah. So if you do want to find those videos, just head over to YouTube and then, um, search factory forged. You'll like click on our channel and then you'll start seeing the video podcast there. So that is how you can find it. Cool. Um, it's funny. So my birthday was this week and I've got these Apple AirPod pros and every time I like smile or something, I feel like they're popping out. So I'm a new (laughs) AirPod user. Like I've heard the hype and I just went to type it or uh, touch it to adjust it. And it like popped up a screen. So uh, maybe some of you guys can relate out there trying to get the AirPod Pros working how they should. Yeah. the fr- I think the most frustrating part is that because you sync it up to your phone and your computer and your iPad, whenever you open it, like it just chooses what it connects to. And you're like, hopefully it chooses the right thing that I'm going <laughs> to grab, but you're always playing this like dance of like, Oh, it's connected to my phone. I got to put it to my computer. Oh, it's connected to this. So you I will soon understand <laughs> the struggle <laughs> at all times. I usually have like my phone, my, uh, uh, iPad and then my desktop, they're all Apple. So they're all like fighting for this. So now I, I fully understand. <laughs> um, so anyhow, uh, today guys, we're going to walk you through our system for how to choose clients, how to, how to align yourself with the right people. And, uh, you know, we've talked about this Andre in the past in terms of how we follow up with, uh, ideal people, we call it our qualifying step in our process but this is really about getting to know people, building a relationship so that you can um, really find the people that stay long-term. And that's what starts impacting your business growth, your long-term success. Um, this is going to be relatively, I think, for a lot of people out there because I don't find that people um, have invested in building relationships with their prospects. They're mostly thinking about it from starting a relationship with a paying client. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And I think this is the key to creating a cold lead to a warm lead and then a warm lead to like a ready to buy lead. 
So walking them through this process and having that um, understanding of what needs to happen from a buying perspective for them to actually feel ready to make a decision when they talk to you is super important. I think a lot of times um, this is skipped. And so when you actually meet the person, they're receiving everything all at once. And it might feel like, you know, they, they weren't warmed up enough to even know like who you are, um, why you're different. And so if this is off, you're likely getting questions like, well, why is this so expensive? Or, um, can I just do this? Like, I don't want to do this program. Can I just take classes? That's an indication that like, oh, you didn't like paint a picture of like what you're doing, how you can help them and how you're different from people in your market. So I'm excited to like, yeah, dive in and expand. Yeah. And just to touch on that, where in the reason why that's happening, what I've found is that most people don't know how to buy a coaching program. They, they don't know how to compare it to something they've done in the past. And that's confusing. And we have to recognize as enrollment coaches, you know, if they haven't participated in this style of training before, they haven't um, had much experience to compare it from one to the other, their only chance of really understanding this is on you to help guide them through that process so that they understand the value, like you're saying. And if you skip this step, that's often why there's a reaction to the price, or that's often why people are trying to say, hey, I just want to trial and, and get in. But you're skipping over that essential part of like, they don't know how to buy your service. And if you don't break it down, well, then who is? And the answer is no one. And that's why you arrive at this feeling like you're always dealing with cold leads that don't really know you or get you. And they're so price focused. It's because they're searching for someone to help them buy this program and no one's going to do it, but you. Yeah. So let's dive in. If you want to open it up with like, there's like five phases, it's like your, you know, five-step process. So what would be um, phase one? Yeah, I'm going to actually share screen since we're diving into this interactive uh, <laughs> process. If and you we guys will, are not for those YouTube, of you guys listening, like we will make sure that like, this is still relevant, right? Like we're not just going to rely on that. So it, it really can help um, both, but yeah, I wanted to yeah. say that for the the, the true podcasters that are like, I listened to this on my car. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, even more resources if you tune into our other channel. Um, so yeah, here, here's the first one really, uh, and, and this should be straightforward, but I think a lot of people, um, feel rushed cause they don't have a game plan. So let this be your game plan moving forward is the first step in, you know, really starting the qualification process and learning if you're a good fit for each other is to introduce yourself and explain how the relationship is going to work or how your process of buying your program is going to work. And that's where I like to start. So just to give you guys some examples, it's like people may come in with, you know, the first uh, impression of how much does it cost? And I want to share with you guys, it's like, I'll slow down the conversation and say, hey, I can help you with that. My name's Chris. I'm glad you reached out for more information. That could be a trigger for a lot of people, Andrea, where they just see a problem of they want to know how much it costs. I have to immediately fire back the response. And that's, that's the current play you're using. But you're, again, not taking the time to help this person buy from you because they don't know what that price represents. They don't know anything about the offer or you know, how it's going to work for them. And you've just immediately skipped over um, what I think is a natural everyday experience where it's like when you get into a, a social circle, the first thing they do is introduce, you know, if a friend's in introducing you to another friend, they're going to say your name or they're going to, you know, in, invite you into the conversation, say, this is my friend, so-and-so you're skipping over that step. And that's not a normal, um, I think high quality way of getting to know people and start a relationship. So yeah, that's what I mean and by introduction. I think when also you add like how it works, like this is more selling them on the sales process that you're going to walk them through as opposed to like the, the delivery process that you offer with your program. So I think it's important to differentiate, like saying hello as like a normal human. And then being like, this is how my sales process works for my business. This is essentially, obviously you don't have to say my, but like, that's kind of the mindset that you want to communicate this in because when people are like doing 
I don't know if you can hear Maui in the background. It's a dog that I'm dog sitting. (laughs) He's leaving now. Um, When people are doing um, business with you, you want to make sure that you are walking them through the sales process that um, that you have for them because you are the expert, you are the owner, you're the leader. And so it's okay for them to like, kind of come in and be like, it's almost like, yeah, like you go into a presentation and someone's like, how are like, how do, how do you do this? How do you do that? Like the person leading the presentation is going to be like, Oh, going to answer your question. Um, go ahead and just like save it for at this time. Like that's like leadership. You're leading a group, you're leading somebody through that experience. And so this is, only going to be possible if you know how your own sales process works, right? Because if you don't have that defined or feel certain about how you move someone from I'm interested to, oh, okay, they're enrolling next week, then it's going to be hard for you to lead in that area. Yeah. And the, the key word I think you just said there, and I want people to pick up on is it's a buying experience. Like this is looked at, you know, by factory forge and the businesses we work with is we're looking at it as the service actually begins at the point of contact. So we're prepared to show this person uh, in detail um, how to get all the information that they're looking for. So the process to your point has to do more with how's this conversation gonna go, not like diving into um, the training and that part yet. Cause mm-hmm. we just wanna establish a relationship and say, hey, look, first step is we're gonna get to know each other and ask you a couple of questions via text from there, I'll share everything you need to know about the program so you feel informed. And then we'll see if it's a good fit to hop on a call and talk more about membership. So that's what I mean by just laying the foundation of how it works. And what happens typically, Andrea, and this is more often than not, is they just let their guard down and say, oh, thank you, because I didn't know what the heck I was doing or how to buy this thing. I was just coming in with what I know, and it isn't much. So that's why they lead with something that they can control like their budget. Yeah, for sure. So then after that, the second phase, once you establish, you know, the introduction and how the sales process is going to work is you want to get to know them. Like, who are they? What's their background? What have they done before? What are they looking for? Um, What are they struggling with? You know, a lot of times, um, it's hard for you to not assume like you think like, Oh, they just need a place to work out, but they might be like really focused on, I have an injury and I want to make sure that this is safe. You know, like you really want to understand what is, what do they think their biggest problem is? Because then that's going to give you information that's really valuable as they continue through the sales process. You're going to know like, okay, this person really cares about staying safe and they care about like early classes. Like those are the things that they've communicated from the beginning. So I'm going to like, you know, show them and sell them my program from those angles. Now, someone else might be like, I just really want community and consistent uh, accountability. So they're not necessarily super focused on the, uh, you know, schedule because they might have a little bit more flexibility to come to different classes. So that's not like a selling point that you want to, you know, maybe bring up to them. But the point of getting to know them is because you don't ever just want to assume people just need a place to work out like that. That's not what they're looking for. Like they're looking for a result, right? Like a place to work out is like pretty easy to find. Like you can go on YouTube and, you know, find a a workout and do it in your living room. That's not what they actually want because they're not doing it. What they want is the accountability. Want is the coaching. They want is like, you know, figuring out how to stay safe while doing those things. So this is the phase of the conversation where you're asking those like really like, you know, helpful questions without any assumption as to what you think they want. Yeah. This is, um, I think really the start of understanding if they're your client or your type of client, you know, because going into this, um, you do have to make a mindset shift of, saying like, I can't take everyone. I can't help everyone because if you've done that in the past, that creates problems down, you know, the way of working with uh, anybody and everybody. So we're talking about, you have to have a standard to compare and be okay with letting yourself off the hook if you can't help someone. And it may be better to refer them out where, uh, you know, to someone else. But what I'm looking for is the people that say the things that my ideal clients say, 
have the problems that I know how to fix and solve through my program in a scalable way. And I will only be able to tap into that information if I control the conversation, if I control the questions to ask. Because like I said, most people come in, don't know what they want, what they need. That's why they're seeking out an expert. That's why they're seeking out someone who can hopefully guide them because the gym industry is notorious for not doing this. And it kind of get rushes to the sale. And that's why there's so many, I think, call to offer or call to actions based around deals and discounts and fast transactions. And they skip over this step. And that's why also I think so many people are frustrated and discouraged and not on track is because they actually weren't sold the thing that they actually need. And they weren't educated on why they need it. So they're not making informed decisions. So getting to know them, um, I have three essential questions really is where I start. Um, you mentioned a few of them. Goals being a primarily um, what I'm interested in is can I help this person accomplish this? You know, because there's if they're not fit um, for group class, I have to protect those people from that experience because it, it wouldn't be ethical. Um, the second is what is their experience? Have they tried this style of training? Have they um, experience with? a trainer or a coach or a team, like I want to know these things because there might be too much displacement of starting from nothing and their conditioning level, or they're not right, um, you know, for the, the class pace. So we ha again, have to be that guide through this buying experience. And the last thing is what's been the challenge with reaching this goal? Why aren't they there already? You know, if there were other cheaper options, if there were other things that they've done and, or are doing, and they're still seeking out someone like me, why? That, that should be a flag to you of they're either not feeling the results, they're not feeling on track, or something has changed in their belief or confidence that that's the right thing for them. And those are all really important things as an enrollment coach to say, now I understand why they're here and they're searching. And that's such a big critical step before you can even serve them. Yeah. So it's really just like kind of slowing down to truly get to know them. And when we slow, slow down, I think sometimes we like it, the, the conversation that you have with leads, it almost kind of feels like a checklist. You're like, okay, what do I say? Now, what do I say? Now, what do I do? And it's like, wait, let's slow down and act like these are starting out questions, but they might lead to something else, which will take you to like another area of conversation. And like, you can expand and talk about that. So I think it's just really important to, to like recognize that you don't want to treat this, like these checklist things that you're sending because people can tell people will be able to tell, like, uh, okay. You're just like, what, what is the point of this? Like, you're just sending me that you don't really care. Like it has to be very authentic and like, they have to sense that you care and, and they can. So that, that's just like, good to know. Um, but yeah, yeah. where did you want to show? Yeah. I think it's worth going into this section, um, here. So, uh, the, the first things we, we covered were the introduction and then, you know, getting to know them as a client. Can you see my screen? Okay. Yes, I can see your screen. So for those of you listening, this is a part where uh, Chris is sharing his screen for his CRM. And so we're seeing like the texts that he sends out to his prospects. So it's going to be like, you know, the introduction text, and then we'll dive into the questions. The introduction texts are just essentially saying like, Hey, we received your info. Um, like here's a face to a name. My name's Chris. And then like kind of what we said, here's how the process will work. Get to know each other, schedule a call, and then um, make a decision about joining our program. So that is for Perfect. those listening, but go ahead and walk us through. Cool. So the first thing, you know, just to put some context to where we're at. So this person that you're seeing on my screen has filled out a form. Um, in this particular case, uh, it looks like it's, it came from the website, uh, the website. So, uh, she filled out on the website and then our responder, uh, completed a lot of the initial introduction phase that I told you about. So the first thing we do is we've got your contact information. So many people miss that, you know, a lot of people don't even get called back. So just observing that, Hey, we know you filled out a form and here's some information while you wait for us to get back to you. 
So that's the first part where we recognize that we share a little bit of information. This link here goes to an overview of our program. And then we note here, you're going to speak with a human here shortly. Coach Chris will be following up with you to get started. The second text is how it works, right? So I give a face to a name picture, a selfie. Um, from there, here's some information on our process that we talked about. Get to know each other. The key thing here, Andrea, that a lot of people miss is we text about goals and history. So we have to lay the foundation of where's that channel of communication? Where are they going to you know, get that information? Um, text is the most efficient we found and the most direct for getting this information. You mentioned earlier time. On average, a text conversation lasts about 15 minutes um, in total. So we can learn a lot in that period of time versus, say, comparing that if you're doing it over the phone or in person, it take you a lot more time to get down to some of these clear answers. Second step we talked about, we'll schedule a call. And then third would be join the program and seeing results. So that lays the foundation of like, here's how things are going to go. And then we begin that, that process of saying, hey, is this so-and-so? I want to make sure I have the right person. Now I've actually got this person engaged, they're informed now, and they're ready to learn, and they're very open, and this is a great example. Yeah, and the strategy here is you ask them a non-confrontational question, right? Like, it's kind of like a, like a quick buy-in. Hey, is this so-and-so? Like, I want to make sure I'm talking to the right person. It's very easy for them to be like, yep, this is her. Hi. But a lot of times you start off with like, hey, this is Coach Chris from Love Athletic. What are some of the goals you're working on? I saw that you applied for a co or coaching program. At the time, if that person's like, uh, I don't know, I don't know what, a, I don't know how this works. Uh, now they have, they have to think their brain has to like come up with like, all right, why do I want to learn? Like, to, like how many, how much weight do I want to lose? So, and th not that that's like super hard, but like this is kind of buying into like the process of responding, buying into like, oh, this is an easy question. I can totally engage. So it would just be, you know, like maybe a, a good strategy to implement to you, like not overwhelm them with this like big question that they've never, never even thought about, but like engage them with like a very simple, easy question to answer, which is, is this so-and-so? Yep. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> And just to recognize that we prefer to talk to people, you know, a lot of, you know, gym owners have taken the approach of if I just make my website, you know, more information packed, it will help them make a, a buying decision. And what I'm finding is that people won't take the time to read all through every detail as much as you hope they would, or they're coming in more nervous and scared. So they're not picking up on all of the things that you're sending them, even if you clearly articulated it, you know, in a, a PDF or something. So there's a certain level of buying um, through guidance that is working really well when you're spending, you know, upwards of a thousand dollars to begin, you know, a, a coaching program. So that's why this method works so well as we've provided that information, but we're also going to ensure now, did they read it? Do they understand it and can make an informed decision? So now that we've got, um, in this case, Laura, um, she responded, but this is interesting where these things can often take you off track. And if I didn't have a good process in place, I wouldn't have these kind of like, you know, this analogy of a, a bowling, like these bumpers to keep her on track to buy a uh, coaching program from us. And I know what is needed and how to, you know, guide her through that process. But if she takes me off track from that, I'm not certain that we're going to go down a path that is going to lead back to her feeling really getting all the information. So just because they ask about something doesn't mean you have to address it or you can bump it to a later part of the conversation. So for those listening on the podcast, what Chris is referring to is Laura, this, this lead, um, has responded, hi, coach Chris. Yes, this is Laura. And then her immediate, like, or I guess not immediate, but like 10 minutes later, her response was, would it be possible to maybe come by one day to speak? Or would you prefer a call? So she probably saw the message about texting and Laura was like, no, 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 no. I, I want to talk to you. <laughs> Can I just come by? And so this is like a good example of like, people are going to want what they want, right? They're going to want to communicate in the way that they want to. But at the end of the day, like 
your sales process is your sales process because you intentionally chose to create it that way. And for Chris, it, he really values his time. And he's like, I don't want to get on the phone with someone unless I know that they are warm and qualified and understand my program. The way that I'm going to make sure they're warm and qualified and understand my program is through text because it's an easier platform for me, for them and my lifestyle. So that's just like something to note. So when this uh, prospect responded, would it be possible to come by one day to speak? then he, he can explain like his thought process or what he responded. Yeah. The, the big thing too is validation. You know, it's like when you have a conversation with someone in person, you're typically responding to how they respond. Text messaging, that can be a little, little challenging. So the next step after, you know, where you picked up, uh, Andrea, just for people, you know, uh, listening only is I validate her. I say, hi, I'm excited. You're ready to learn more about our coaching program. So just acknowledging that she's excited, she's, yes, trying to kind of skip over the process we just shared with her, but she's just excited. And I have to recognize that doesn't mean I need to um, go down that path. But then we address it. The next text is before we hop on a call, can you fill me in? What are you wanting to accomplish with the help of our program? So now we've got the conversation back on track. I'm going after that phase two or step two in my, my process saying, let's learn about her. Let's figure out why she reached out to us. And now we're back on track with the conversation. And what you'll see is no hesitation, no holding back. You know, Laura goes on to explain that, you know, she wants more consistent exercise in her life. Uh, She's recently completed a program at another gym and she's had success. She lost 20 pounds, she shared, but she's not deciding to renew. So there's something going on, like I said earlier, that she's not happy or she's not seeing the, you know, the, the atmosphere environment. I don't know yet. And then she goes on to say that she wants to lose another 20 pounds over the next three months and tone up, you know, her muscles a bit more. So this is an interesting place to just show a lot of people out there that people are succeeding in fitness and still looking for different options, you know? So in all, you know, cases here, like me studying this, I have a lot of questions and that's why we kind of have to dig away at understanding the scope of what she's looking for. At this point, I know she spent money. I know she's had success and, you know, is currently working out. So all these things are really important. And then she's also let me know she has another, you know, uh, forward goal of losing additional weight. And she has some timelines to that too. So I get excited when I see this because I see the motivation. I see the experience already in what she shared, but uh, I would have never known that uh, if I didn't ask the simple question. So let's, let's keep going through here and I'll just finish it off. So again, we say congratulations. Thanks for sharing. That's that validation piece. Uh, You mentioned you decide not to stay. We dig right into that and, and want to understand that piece of it. And what was missing? What are you looking for? or Didn't feel like you get that, that is an important part of this. Cause I want to understand what the challenges she's having at that other place, or is it something that we could even fix? So, uh, that's the big piece of getting to know this client and opening them up. This is where it becomes really important to not just treat this like a checklist item. Cause sometimes people will get a response like that and they'll be like, okay, so what are, what was, um, like how long I've been working out something that's like, oh, okay. That had nothing to do with like what you like, what I told you. And so it's really good to like, again, slow down. And like, if you were talking to this person in real time, like genuinely, what would be your next question? And for Chris, it was like, oh, that's, I'm curious. I'm curious about the discrepancy between I got results, but I wasn't like, I wasn't happy. Like what, what was missing? So now it's like, okay, this person, like, is going to want results, but they're going to want more than just results. They're going to want more in their experience. And so I want to know what that is. Yeah. So as we open up the conversation and we dig into, Hey, you mentioned you decided not to stay at your last facility. Um, even though you were seeing results, what was missing? So that's the big question. Right. And then she goes on to explain, um, for me, it was a lack of variety of exercise. So maybe she was getting bored uh, to a certain extent. Right. She was feeling like things were repetitive. Um, so she's looking for change or more challenge, um, which is exciting for me as a, as a coach. The other thing she mentioned, a limited type of exercise. So maybe they you know, were missing 
uh, certain types of equipment, or she favored one style of training and only got to experience that a little bit. Um, but these are all things popping up because uh, I'm comparing it in the back of my mind to what we do and what we offer. And can I fill that? And that's where the excitement builds when I, when it comes time to talking about, you know, where our value lies. Um, the last part she went on to is just feeling like a lack of guidance and uh, attention to form. So there's some kind of absence of coaching um, and instruction and personalization that's missing from her routine. And there's just not that level of structure that she hoped for or is now wanting. It could be Andrea that she's literally had good success for them, but she's looking for more. She's looking for something that is going to serve her in the next phase of her, uh, her goal. And she's not confident that they're going to be able to take her there. And that's why she's exploring options is what she said. And this is also good for, um, for gym owners to like, listen and hear, and like, this is what your ideal client may be saying. So I think a lot of times you're like, I don't get it. This person didn't renew, but they lost 20 pounds. Like I, and I think you think that the only thing that they care about is the result and they do care about the result, right? Like that, that is what she paid for, but how she gets that result, the delivery of that service, like the intentionality, the thought process behind how that result is delivered is just as important. And that's something that we like, just like really coach our clients on is it's not just about like putting out like classes and, you know, sending it like almost like throwing out stuff that people can like do. It's like, no, how do you deliver all of the solutions to this person's problem in a way that makes them feel like they're being guided, like they're being cared about, like they're being, um, valued, like, it's the way that you deliver. And that's why our clients are able to sell group memberships that are priced at 200, 225, $250 a month um, price points, right? It's not because they're better at selling or they live in high income areas. It's because no, they have ac actually put intentionality behind the delivery of their programs. And they've figured out how to, well, we've taught them how to communicate that value to their clients so that the client feels like, you know, they're buying into it. They're renewing every month because they just are being sold on the value. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So <clears throat> here's where we're at in the conversation. So we got to know them a little bit, right? We understand what their challenges are, what they're not getting at their current facility. Um, we got to know their goals and what they'd be looking for to solve with us. And then we've gotten to know uh, some of the things that they like and don't like about the training style they're doing. So I've got essentially like a profile. I understand now who's behind this text and what they're looking for. And I get to compare that to the qualities and characteristics of my ideal clients, the ones that I love to train, the ones that stay long-term, that pay you know, rates that are professional uh, and, and needed for us to, to make sure it's a good deal for us. So the next step in that is really to understand that I don't want to put her on, you know, this uh, place where she feels like she's giving up all the information and not getting anything in return. You know, time is money and people are busy. So we have to recognize that it's time to share. It's time for her to feel like the relationship is mutual, where she came here with answers, with, or sorry, with questions, and she wants answers. So I've got to give up some of that if this is going to be a mutual relationship and she feels now informed to want to take the conversation any further. So we've found that this is a great structure to now go into phase three of this and say, it's time for them to, to get to know us. Okay. Um, so let's, let's uh, keep it moving. So now we're at like a transition point, I would say in the conversation where we validate what, what she shared. And we basically said, Hey, thanks for sharing all that. It sounds like you realize you're looking for more structure and personalized coaching. So we reinforce what we've seen and heard in that conversation and also know that's what we do. So we're already tilting it in a direction where I've understood what she, she has said. She looks like a great, you know, um, warm, qualified lead. So let's, let's uh, share what we have to offer. All right. So, uh, I asked uh, one more follow-up question on the consistency part, but uh, we <laughs> went on to uh, uh, 
introduce them to our program now. So um, once we understood that, we said, hey, do you mind if I start sharing how our program works now? So uh, that's the about us part. And here's the- and I just want to uh, add something real quick. Like you, you asked these questions to get to know them. And then you said like the transition, the transition is again, you get, you get the buy-in. You want to keep getting the buy-in from this person. So the way that we do that is we say, Hey, cool. If I start sharing more about our, how our program works, because then you're in, like, you're making an offer and like on a small scale for them to rebuy into like, yep, I want to learn more. Like I've just shared the stuff about me but now I want to know about you. And so this is kind of where we're diving into. Yeah. And I mean, just to emphasize what you said that her buy-in is genuine and excited. You know, you find it interesting when you hear people's voice, when you talk to them, you could hear their excitement in text. People will use things like emojis and exclamation points. So she, she literally says, I'd love to see more information on your program exclamation point. And she went on to share even more about just like, I'm ready to get back on track. So it just further validates that like her state of mind is someone that we love to align with because she's looking at this as something that is absence in her life. So that's important. But the only thing gap wise from moving forward, she doesn't know us. So let's move on to that point. So once we get that buy-in, like Andrea was saying, we share a couple key features. The first is going to be, we broke down, we break down um, what's included in our program. So if you guys are just listening, I'm pulling up uh, the graphic that we like to share. It's uh, our coaching program includes and basically share a checklist of the key features of our program. Um, I'll just list a couple of them here so you guys get a sense, but dedicated to a dedicated personal coach they get in our program, access to a certain number of classes each week, progress check-ins, personalized exercise instruction, to name a few. But we start highlighting the things that are really what our members value or what we do exceptionally well to solve this fitness problem. And many of those things on the list are the things that she was looking for. The last part of this graphic, it goes on to make sure that we help people see that we provide everything our clients need to stay in shape and maintain their fitness year round and at a fraction of the cost of personal training. So we acknowledge that personal training is kind of the highest cost factor, we are a fraction of the cost. So we're leading them to understand with group training, there's some uh, value there in and uh, how we position ourselves. Um, so that's the first text. And uh, the second is, here's a list of our classes. So we send them uh, literally Monday through Friday schedule, uh, you know, AM and PM classes, and then weekend. So the reason that's important, and Andrea, I think this seems subtle, but we, we have to understand that when we train in facilities, people have a couple logistics that they have to work out. And that has to do with your class schedule and whether that will fit into life or are they willing to adjust their current lifestyle to you know, start this new fitness lifestyle. And if the times don't fit and they can't see themselves in those, well, then you're going to end up with a really qualified lead, but an, in, an unqualified location uh, mm -hmm. and time. Uh, problem and it may not work. So if you ask that higher up in the conversation or share that, it'll prevent you from hopping on phone calls or signing people up only to realize that, you know, we should have gotten that information up front. Yeah. Um, here's the important piece. So the, the next part of the share before we go any further, you mentioned this before of like getting buy-in is we actually ask that question in order for this to work, you must commit to at least three times a week based on our schedule. Can you find times that will fit into your week consistently? You know, after 15 years in the fitness industry, we've realized that if we don't deal with the problem up front, we're going to deal with it on the back end. And it's way more expensive and time, uh, you know, intensive to do it that way. So get this out of the way early is our opinion on it and get that check-in. Yes, actually those times would definitely work for me. So that's a big milestone, I would say, in the conversation to feel like, hey, we're getting closer and we're aligning in many ways. Um, all right. So the last part, I know a lot of people avoid this question, Andrea. I know for, for many reasons in terms of pricing, we get it out of the way. We say, great, if it's a good fit, let's take a look um, at our pricing. And we say, you know, based on everything that you've shared, I think our program's uh, uh, the right option for you. Check out our pricing 
so that you understand our program and what it costs. And then we give them a link to go check out and understand how we compare against other fitness options. So at this point, um, I would say we've shared um, enough information to, to really decide if we're a good fit to talk through the program and how it works and their personal uh, you know, fitness level and, and how that, that works. So that would conclude step three here of getting uh, to know us and we've gotten to know them and we've, we've done the introduction. So we're just kind of cruising through this system, if you would. Um, and we've gotten to a place now where we're in a really good spot. Um, I, I feel good, particularly uh, at this level of this conversation, um, because I have, you know, someone in front of me that is saying a lot of the things that my ideal clients say, uh, we've gotten to a place where I've shared information that I feel is going to hit based on her concerns. But here's the last part. I still don't know if she's qualified. I don't know if, um, she kind of meets that standard of what I've seen work best and in clients getting the outcomes they want and what's worked best for the gym to have that long-term client that we can really see staying for years. So that's where step four comes in. Qualifying questions is we're going to be direct. We're going to ask very specific questions to see if they align with the qualities and characteristics of our best clients. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I think okay. this part is, um, just great to kind of, again, like what you're doing is you're creating a relationship where you're inching them closer to making a decision. And so at first it started off with like, Hey, is this so-and-so like that solidified, like, okay, we're responding. You're talking to me. Like we're kind of building small trust deposits. On the flip side, now we're about to enter a part of the conversation where like, I'm, I'm going to ask you some questions that you need to like, be able, like they're a little bit higher of a buy-in. And so the reason why the text conversation has those buy-in questions sprinkled throughout is because you want to start building on like, you know, them answering questions. And so this is the, the strategy there is essentially for this part of the conversation to again, give you a uh, like have them respond and, and continue that. Yeah. Uh, also there's some situations that pop up where you learn that this person's not the right for you. And it makes sense to kind of segue the conversation into a better option. So I don't have to give any more time, but I still feel like I'm serving that client. Um, and maybe you brought this up before, but maybe they have an injury that I learned about that just recently happened and group training is not going to be the right next step. They need something like personal training and I can refer them that way. Or maybe they're looking for something like you mentioned earlier, where they, they don't value or, or want or need uh, coaching and, and they're downplaying that. And my concern is that's what we do. That's what we're great at. And they're just looking for a facility or a place to train with equipment. And that's also not us. So I, I have to recognize that what they say matters and I have to interpret that. Um, and I, I think you mentioned that uh, really well er earlier is like, you can't just be a robot and automate all this stuff. <laughs> you know, you have to respond and listen. And then that's what starts to build a really high quality um, prospect. So let's dive in a little bit to that section. So once they've gotten the price, we uh, go into uh, the qualifier. So the next step is to send them our qualifying uh, statements and, or questions, I should say, to see how they respond. So what you're going to be seeing, or if you're just listening, the next test, text message after the pricing was we say, hey, the next step is to hop on a call. Remember, we've already mentioned that in the initial text of that is the next uh, part to enrolling. So we can go through the program details and answer your questions. Can you answer yes to all these before we do? And then for my qualifiers, and this may vary for uh, you out there, but <clears throat> I look for people to live and work within 20 minutes of our facility. And then I give them the location of my facility so that they can research that and plug it in. Um, in the physical fitness side, uh, anything longer than 20 minutes, I haven't found sustainability or consistency. Drive times matter, guys. So uh, that is an important piece uh, to it for us. Willing to stick to our program for at least 12 weeks. So I'm getting commitment. I'm looking at it and saying, hey, 
anything less than that time hasn't shown to be effective or enough to create the habits and the routine to get the outcomes. So we're starting with that as a minimum time frame. So any quick fix people or people really looking for a means to an end, we don't choose to work with because we realize that it takes time and effort and commitment. And that is our minimum amount uh, that really works for us. Um, the last one is you're ready to invest the time, effort, and money to achieve the results you want. So if they can answer yes to that, Andrea, that's where I really start to uh, change kind of a unqualified lead to a qualified prospect because we've built the relationship. We've gone through information about them, us, and then we've uh, essentially asked them the tough questions that I want to know before hopping on a call with someone that is ready to make a important decision about their health. So um, she answers back just to give you guys, just to close the feedback loop here for you guys. She said, yes, I'm within 20 minutes of your facility and able to commit financially for the 12 weeks. So that is the qualifying step. So if we go back to step four, this thing is cruising through a system um, that we can apply to every single lead that we connect with. And then the last step out here, guys, on step five is to book appointments with qualified leads. So for the people that go through that, um, we finish it off by um, getting them into a specific time and day to talk through those details to uh, answer any additional questions about getting started. Yeah. And so this is the, like the process that we recommend so that the only people that make it onto your calendar are qualified and understand like, you know, what you do and how you're different. Now the call, like the actual conversation, whether you do it like on the phone or in person, that's now going to strengthen all of the things that you've set in place, right? You've kind of built a little foundation. Now you're going to strengthen like how you can actually like how the, your program is specifically going to help them with their issues. Like it's a, it's a whole other part of the sales process, but the, the reason why, um, this process isn't just necessarily designed to get as many booked calls as possible is because we don't want to spend an hour figuring out the stuff that we could figure out in 15 minutes via text. And I think a lot of times, like, this is why we're a little bit opposed to like the more philosophy in the gym industry, like more leads, more booked appointments doesn't necessarily mean like, that's a better thing, right? Like sometimes you want fewer calls a week with more qualified people. And so at that point you would need like what, three to five qualified calls a week to really hit the goals that you want to hit. So yeah, just uh, wanted to say that piece. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that too, because I, I think a lot of people get trapped chasing uh, people around and, the, and often we hear, it's like, I don't feel like I'm in control of my schedule. I work long hours, you know, that is likely tied to you're meeting with the wrong people or you're meeting with the people that you wish you had more information before you book that call. And what we're here to say is that's possible. You know, you get to decide what your buying experience is like. So if you haven't put effort and attention to this area of your business, this could be a massive opportunity in getting time back in meeting with more people that are going to buy from you and aligning yourself with the people that have the qualities and characteristics that you look for in long-term uh, members. So you can do a lot with this system of saying, I do want to prevent people from quitting or bailing on me. Well, it actually starts uh, at the point of contact, not actually at the point of having them in your program. Because if they start incorrect and don't align with how things need to work in the program to begin with, well, you could be fixing or working on the wrong thing when you need to really have a better communication up front in a, in a stronger relationship. Yeah. And so, um, I think, a, a a good thing to note is this, if you're asking to, um, have them book an appointment before you know anything about them, before they knew anything about you, before you send qualifying questions, that's a good indicator that like you might, you know, still be in the 
the more philosophy of, of sales. Like as long as I get more booked calls, I'm good. Cause then I have a higher chance of closing. And then I have a higher chance of enrolling people. Like it doesn't all have to be a numbers game. Like, yes, there is, you know, space for that conversation, but I see a lot of times where you'll opt into a gym and like the, like, they don't know anything about you. And like, it's like, do you want to book an appointment? Let's book an appointment. Did you set your appointment? Did you check your calendar? And it's like, whoa, (laughs) I got, do you, I don't even know you. Like, clearly you just want to get me there for whatever reason. Like it's more about like building the relations, slowing down that process and really booking the appointments with the people that are qualified. So, yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad that we got to share a little bit of the behind the scenes. I think that is going to be really valuable for people um, to, to just see it. And like, it's one thing to hear it, but then also see it as well. Um, And this is the process that, again, we help our clients with that creates the type of qualified buyers that can invest in a $225 a month program. And so if you're interested in getting to this point where you're like, Hey, I know my group program is enough to create the results for my clients. Like they're very happy and satisfied with the service that I'm getting them, but I want to like level that up. I want to create more value so that I can justify price increase. I just don't know what to do, how to do it. I'm not even sure if it's going to work in my market. If that's where you're at, I want to invite you to one specific training that we're having on November 9th, Wednesday, November 9th at 12 PM, because this training is going to be all about selling profitable group memberships. And so after this training, you're going to learn how to enroll your first 25 or your first 10 members at $225 a month for a group program. So if this is something that you're like, Hey, like I, I really want to like double down on group, grow my group auto pay and really, you know, just start creating a lot of value and then also get paid the amount that I deserve for it, then head to training.factory4.com slash 10 dash members. We're also going to link it in the show, in the description. So you don't have to remember all that. Um, but just swipe up if you're listening on, uh, Apple podcasts and you'll see it there. So hit that link, register for that uh, training, and then we'll kind of show you the foundation of that. You'll leave that training knowing exactly what you need to do to enroll your first 10 members before the end of the year. Um, So that's the first thing. If you're like, I don't have until November 9th to wait, like I need you and I want you to teach me how to do this today, um, then head to www.factory4.com slash momentum. On that page, you're going to read about our 12-week marketing and business coaching program for brick and mortar gym owners. And we'll, we'll teach you this whole process, but obviously, you know, give you time to uh, coach you, implement, um, and walk you through making sure it actually happens. So those are the two uh, announcements, but yeah, I hope you guys have a good rest of your day. And thanks, Chris. Thank you guys. If you're ready to start growing your membership base with long-term clients and building a gym that gives you income and lifestyle, then I want to invite you to apply to my program where I'll show you how to pay yourself $5,000 a month, take home, and make $5,000 a month in gym profit without spending all of your time working by implementing our proven process, the Lifestyle Gym Model. Head to factoryforge.com forward slash apply to apply to work with us. 